Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks this morning. We consider it an honor. We consider it one of the privileges that God gives us that we get to come on and share this podcast with you every morning, Monday through Friday. And uh, it's hard to believe, Stephanie, that we're on number 56. It's uh, It seems like just the other day we were doing the first podcast, and here we are on number 56. So we're pretty excited about that. We're excited to talk about a subject that is uh, real life. It's now. It's things are going on with folks. And uh, listen, we, we just want to tell you something. Your life matters. And so uh, today's podcast is Your Life Matters. You matter. You make a difference. And as we've been going through this quarantine time and the different things involved with COVID-19 and the coronavirus and all these different things, certainly we've been hearing from folks. Uh, just yesterday, I heard from five or six people. I texted with two or three, talked to two or three on the phone. And 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 folks, I want to tell you this, that self-esteem and self-value and self-worth, those things are real, uh, but they're also controlled not necessarily by us, but by the God who loved you and died for you and uh, those types of things. And your value matters. We're just in this trial right now. And and, and folks, we're going to get through this. I promise you that. I, I mean, we're going to we're going to come out the other end ready to serve God, willing to serve God in a way, you know, in a way we never have. And uh, we just need to trust through some of these things. So I want to talk about what God says about our life and, and, and where we're going with this and how you can make a difference and certainly how God can use you and things God can do in your life. And I want to go ahead and read to you a verse out of the book of Jeremiah in chapter number one and uh, verse number five, one of my favorite verses, before I formed thee, in the belly, I knew thee. So God, before uh, you were a be- in your mom's belly, before you were in your mother's belly, he formed us, he knew us, he wanted us to come to earth. No one is ever a mistake, Stephanie. No one is, mm-hmm. uh, no one is ever an afterthought when it comes to God. This doesn't surprise God. And uh, that's what that's telling us there. I knew thee, and before thou camest forth, I ordained thee. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. You see, God had prepared Jeremiah to be a prophet, and God has prepared you to be something. God has prepared your life to be of value, to be uh, somebody who, you know, uh, trusts in his plan for you, somebody who uh, accepts his perfect plan, accepts those trials, you know, the storms. You know, up above these storms are some of the prettiest skies ever, and we're going to see those. And uh, sometimes it's hard we're in the midst of the storms, and sometimes it's hard we're in that ship, and it's rocking all over the place. And But we, we take an example over there in Mark chapter 5, uh, and uh, we remember the disciples went to the Lord, and he was, he was napping, and uh, they woke him up and said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? They had no idea how much he cared that they perished. And uh, and I remember as they realized just how strong God was, just how strong Christ was, Stephanie, and they and they feared exceedingly, it says in that last verse of chapter 4, and they feared exceedingly in the book of Mark in chapter 4, I believe verse number 41, and uh, they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this, 
that can even uh, still the seas. And think about that for a minute. That can stop the sea, still the sea, flatten the sea, make it look like glass, turn our environment around, take our storm. You know what he did with those disciples? I've been thinking about this all morning. You know what he did with those disciples, folks, is he he showed those disciples that there was a trial they were going through in that storm just so he could show them how strong he was, just so he could show them when you come out the other end, it's going to be great. When you come out the other end, I have a plan for you. When you come out the other end, good things are going to happen. When you come out the other end, uh, your trust and your faith uh, will be in me and be closer to me. And and I kind of think that's what our lives are all about, bringing glory to God and, uh, you know, getting closer to him. And, and maybe this trial, maybe these things we're going through, and I, I don't want to minimize anything. I know that people who hear my voice or uh, may have lost their jobs, maybe going through some hard times right now. And, 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 and folks, I get that. Uh, I certainly get that. I understand that. And, uh, but I want you to know this. I want you to know that God knows exactly what he's doing that these trials are there for a place for us. And, and, and recently I've heard the word brought up again, and I know we've covered this subject in the past, but I've, I've heard this suicide brought up again. I want to remind you a couple things that God's plan for your life is never for you to take your life. God's plan is for you to have an expected end. You know, the Bible says one of my favorite verses that I memorized a couple years ago, for ye are bought with a price. And remember that that price uh, ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And that's in 1 Corinthians 6.20. So we got to remember the price that we are bought with is the blood of Jesus Christ, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, uh, that vicarious death to cover our sin, the hatred that he had to deal with because of our sin and those types of things there at the cross is, is something to remember. Then that great verse over in Ecclesiastes 7, be not much over wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before their time? And some of you will say, well, Brother Doug, what does that mean that we would die before our time? Isn't God in control of life and death? He is. But sometimes God gives us this thing called free will, and, and sometimes um, we take advantage of that, and we consider suicide. And suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Can I tell you, friends, wherever you're at right now, God loves you. There's people who love you you haven't met yet. There's uh, people that are going to come into your life that God can use and grow. There's folks at church that are missing you. There's people that uh, your service, if you were a veteran, your, your work, where you work, those types of things. People, if you can hear me today, you moms out there caring for your kids and uh, what a difference you make in a life. I, I tell you, there is uh, not many days in my life where I don't stop and think about my mother who went to heaven 12 years ago, where I don't stop and think about what she did for my life, those things that she gave my life. And you're making a difference out there, friends, and uh, we, your life matters, and we, we have to trust God. We we step out and we believe in Him. We believe in His plan. So as always, with me is uh, uh, my partner and friend, Stephanie Wesco. She's out across half the country from us, and uh, we had the honor to talk to her and her youngest, Emmy, this morning. Debbie and I love that FaceTime stuff. Uh, but as we're as we're standing here and we're thinking about this, uh, Stephanie, and we come to the mind, uh, what comes to my mind when I think about your life matters? What comes to your mind? I'm thinking about how God formed us. He knew us. He He's put us together. He paid for ours and our souls with a price. And and what's coming to your mind? Oh, I think of the the passage in um, 
somewhere in Psalms, David talked about how, um, you know, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. And God puts time. Um, he, he intricately forms every part of us. And he doesn't do that just so we can breathe air, so that we can just exist. He does that because he has a special calling, a special purpose, um, a special plan that he wants to work out and through our lives. And um, yeah. I think sometimes when we're in the midst of a storm, that that plan may, you know, we, we tend you know, we get this, we have our own plan, we have our own, we come up with what we want to do with our lives. And that may be a very good plan. Um, it may be a very right plan. Um, but God may change that plan. I mean, this COVID-19 was not in any of our plans. Um, and yet God had, God knew it was there. He knew it was going to happen. And, um, so I think for right now, especially just remembering that God has put you where he has you for this time. And, um, you know, I, to, to reach out and speak to those who, who have a friend who's suffering from PTSD or trauma. Um, you know, you may have a friend who, who's just extra, extra tense, extra on edge during this time frame, And don't discount that. Um, God's put you in their lives for such a time as this. Yeah. And I think of Esther and Mordecai and how, um, you know, when you read the book of Esther, how God had just, you see his hand moving behind the scenes, putting Esther in the position she was in and all of those things, knowing what was going to happen with, Na with Haman, knowing the evil, you know, that Satan intended to work out. And yet because Esther and Mordecai were willing to be God's instruments, they were willing to do the tough things. They were willing to fast and pray and humble themselves before God and say, God, what do you want us to do right now? And because they were willing to um, make a difference for their people, for their for their fellow people, you know, the Jews there um, throughout the whole world at that point, because they were willing to do um, to be living sacrifices. Really, that's what it boiled down to in in our you know, in our New Testament verbiage, that's what it would be. And they made a difference yeah. for history because they were willing to do what God had planned for them to do for such a time as this. And um, even those, those of us who have PTSD, God still has a plan for us. He has a purpose for us right now. And that, you know, suicide isn't in that plan. You know, your life is always worth something. And yeah, your feelings may scream otherwise. There's times my feelings scream the exact opposite of that. Um, but that's where we have to walk by faith and not by sight and have God's word as our foundation and as our anchor, you know, for when we feel like we're just drifting and lost at sea almost, um, of remembering that Go back, you know, go back to those promises God's given you in the past. Um, lay hold on them. Let them go. You know, you can come to the Lord, come boldly before the throne of grace. And remember, God is always there. He, If he, if you, you know, put that time into making you, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. And, you know, he died for you. He can give you help. He can give you the direction and he can show you that beautiful purpose for your life, even right now. 
Yeah. And um, yeah. that's huge. It um, is huge. And, and, and how did God use that? Uh, to? How did you find that purpose for your life? You you came back, you had the stressor, you had the trauma, you were you were dealing with post-traumatic stress. And how did how did God show you? How did what lifted you uh, from that? What lifted you from that, you know, that place where so many people are at right now where you're just like, man, what, you know, I'm of no value. What do I, you know, what can God use me for? I'm just sitting here in my house. And uh, what would you say to that? How, how, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, for one thing, obviously, you know, um, like I've said before, um, going back to God's word, um, that's where that's the only, you know, for a long time, that was virtually the only place I found any kind of, um, solace or comfort. And, um, I just kept going to God saying, when you have, what's your purpose for me? Because I have no purpose to live at this point other than my kids. And, um, and now that that wasn't a huge purpose to live, but, um, you know, I had pretty much lost, um, a good portion of what I felt my identity was, you know, my identity was wrapped up in who Charles had been and I had lost that completely. And so I think for me, um, having, um, a couple key friends who kept encouraging me, um, my dad, Rhonda, um, especially my mom, those people, they were the ones that like just kept. And then obviously when I met you and Debbie, the Lord really, um, just used getting help. And, um, I guess that's where I see such a need for people to reach out to others. Um, you know, that's key for people yeah. who are suffering to have friends, to have that encouragement. Yeah. Um, encouragement can literally be oxygen for someone who feels like they're suffocating. So you're um, not, a, yeah, you're not at this alone. You're, you're not all right. alone. You may be locked in an apartment right now. You may be, uh, just you and your, uh, family, maybe, maybe just you, I don't know, but you're not alone. And, and, uh, remember that God is with you and that he sees you mm-hmm. and that, uh, you know, and open the word of God, as Stephanie just said, she found help in the word of God. She, she found help in, uh, those special people in her life. But, uh, dear friends, you know, I, I just want to encourage you that there's more to this, uh, than this silly old trial we're going through. There's more to this than this virus. And I know this virus is dangerous. And I, I know we're wearing masks now. And I know there's some scary things for those people with stressors and those of us who are, are a little more anxious than others. But God has a plan. And uh, and going back to you, didn't mean to cut you off, Stephanie. Take a couple minutes there, if you would, and wrap up that thought of, you know, I went to God. I looked for God. I had my kids. I you know, sometimes you just got to take inventory. And uh, if you could, I'm sorry, but you can go on now. Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I really, you're talking about just ways that you can yeah. get through, get yeah. through this. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a huge key for getting through, um, and I'm not saying this because I'm an expert, um, because I still freak out. There's still days I feel it, you know, feel like I'm done too. So we're all in this boat together. Um, and those of us who have the PTSD factor on top of this, um, I think it magnifies it and in some ways makes it even worse, but we still have a God who is in control. And I think that's what it boils down to when the rubber meets the road is remembering, um, you know, stop listening to the media. You know, I, I know, you know, we, (laughs) 
sometimes trying to stay informed can be the worst thing you can do right now. Um, so I would advise for right now, if you're, if you're feeling very worthless, if you're feeling like what's my purpose in life, for one thing, get off the news. You may need to get off Facebook. You may need to stop trying to stay informed on what's going on with this virus. Um, the media might not be the best place for you to be hanging out right now. Um, and might never be the best place to be hanging out. But anyway, that aside, put that time into reading Psalms. Put that time into getting before the Lord and saying, God, what would you have me to do? And not just for people with PTSD. If you don't have PTSD, if you're just a, you know, churchgoer, um, ask God what he has for you to do. Because I can guarantee you it's not to be watching the news right now. Um, I can guarantee you it's not to be, um, you know, trying to stay informed on the latest, you know, yeah. happenings. Yeah, or to one-up um, someone has, on Facebook with your knowledge. or Yes, know. yes. I mean, invest, find. If you ask God, Lord, give me someone that I can invest in right now, that I can make an eternal impact on for you, someone I can encourage I can guarantee you beyond a shadow of a doubt, God will bring someone into your life that he wants you to help and minister to. And I don't mean someone to lecture. I don't mean you're trying to give them all of your, you know, wisdom. I mean, just someone you can come alongside and say, I want to help bear your burdens. I want to be there for you. You can call me, um, be a servant, make yourself a servant right now to someone else who just needs encouragement because there are, there are a lot of people out there right now who are at their wits end. Um, you know, they, they may be in financial straits. They may be, um, just emotionally and physically worn out. Um, I know being a single mom, there are that that's a very real factor right there. You just get worn out. And so find someone like that, that you can just minister to and come alongside and help lift them up and relieve their load and, just make yourself um, the hands, you know, if you ask Jesus to help, to help you be his hands and feet to someone else, to show his love and compassion to someone else, he'll, he will do that. Um, and that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt is a part of his purpose and yeah, plan for yeah, your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think that's the crux of this whole thing. If we can put, and I know there was a lot we said today, folks, in a short period of time, but this is what it comes down to. Uh, God knew you. Uh, before he formed you. Uh, your life has mattered from the moment that it was put in your mom's belly. Your life mm-hmm. still matters to God. It matters so much uh, that he paid a price of Christ dying on the cross for your sins. And and remember this, and, and you know, don't overdo things either. Some people are trying to do a hundred projects from home. Focus on a couple things that, you know, it's a cinch by the inch. It's hard by the yard. Uh, focus on things that you can get done. Uh, Shut off the news if you got anything out of that. Mm-hmm. Stephanie said she went to those people she loved. She leaned on them. She went to God's Word especially. And uh, I want you to think about this verse, uh, 2911 out of Jeremiah. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Dear friends, can I tell you something today? God has a plan for your life. God has a plan mm-hmm. for you right now. And uh, his plan is for you to be learning from his word. And uh, folks, if you don't have a church, let us find you one. We'll get a pastor on the phone with you and we'll, they'll keep their safe distancing. Listen, man, it's, it's time to know that your life is value. 
It's value to God, and that's the most important one of all. And uh, take care of yourselves out there. Be good to yourselves. We're we're just uh, we're just thrilled that you would listen to us. But listen, we want to help you. We heard from uh, five or six people yesterday, probably 20 people since the coronavirus has started. People just want to talk to somebody. People who want to hang out. We want to help you. May God bless you. Again, have a wonderful day. And remember, every day, every minute, your life matters. Pray to the one who matters. And, you know, I was thinking of a verse as I was sitting here, and I'm going to give it to you anyway. I was going to skip this verse about what we need to do to make things work. And it just kept coming to my mind. And in the book of James, chapter 4, draw nigh to the Lord. I'm sorry, submit yourself, 7. Therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And uh, our battles are real. Our struggle is spiritual. The devil wants to keep on hitting you in those bruises. And then that verse 8 says, draw nigh to God. Get close to God right now. And uh, he will draw nigh to you. He'll get close to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts. And, uh, you know, listen, purify your hearts. Get close to God right now. He'll get close to you and flee from the devil. Just say, God, I, I need you to take this from me. Keep the devil away from me. And you know what? He will. Great to be with you, folks. We sure do appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.